Welcome to the Happy Mama Village podcast with Brian and Annie, a podcast about mamas, for mamas, and by mamas. Hey, mamas. Today is a bonus episode. We are your hosts, Brian Zielinski and Annie Henderson. And it's great to be back in our village where we talk about all things pertaining to happy mamas, like relationships, parenting, self-care, Pinot Noir versus Pinot Grigio, (laughs) and so much more. (laughs) Don't forget, while you're listening, to join our Facebook page. You can get there by going to www.happymama. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, com. Yes, that's it. Thank you, Annie. <laughs> that's that actually was- our group page. So come and join us for some extra special tips. Yes. Yeah, lots of great stuff. And actually, that brings me to what I want to say first. So, Annie, I'm going to give you lots of props today for Annie. Yay! What? Annie, <laughs> Annie does an amazing, amazing job putting content on our our Facebook page. Oh, and thank you. You've got daily, daily posts. Sometimes it's a couple times a day. Really good reminders on mindset and just being encouraging. So really, 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 all you listeners out there, you need to go to um, our website, which will take you to our Facebook group page. And you got to sign up because I just think Annie does a great job. So that's all Annie. Oh, well, thank you. Well, you are the Instagram queen. <laughs> I, always, <laughs> I always see all your stuff and I'm like, oh, what's this? I get really excited. And I'm like, oh, that's familiar. I know some of that, but it's it looks amazing. So kudos to you. Well, we are, we are a we are a divide and conquer there team. There you go. That's how you do it. <laughs> so thank you, Annie, for, for what you do on that page. And I think everybody should check it out because you've got some great content that you put out there. So way thank to go. Thank you so much. <gasps> there it is. It's mama tip time. Yes, I love it. Yay. Okay, so today I've got the mama tip for us, and it actually is coming from one of our new subscribers to our podcast. A new listener recommended that we check out the Parks and Rec magazine for your local city. So she is from Grand Prairie, and so she gets her Park and Recreation magazine. And it's full of such great information. It's got class information, like different classes that they offer, calendars for festivals and fairs and things like that. And there's a, I believe, don't hold me to this, but if I understand correctly, there is a mommy and son soccer. Oh, wow. That is so cool. Yeah. So, And it's just specific to Grand Prairie, but... Every town has it. So like I live in Keller. I was just looking up. Keller has a Park and Rec magazine. I'll admit it's not quite as fabulous <laughs> as Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie, kudos to them. They have a great magazine. It's really, really that good. That's a great idea. And you know, I think I only come across it in the summer when I'm going to get like some, like a season pass or for the, for the yes. pool. And then I'm like, oh, look at all this stuff. But I never thought yes. about it being all year round too. 
all year round. It's got such great information. And so if you're, if you're looking for activities that you can do with your kid or camps or classes for your kids, it's not just soccer or basketball or football. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of what I've, I've always thought of is, Oh, well, you, you go to your local, you know, community center for, you know, kids soccer or something, but. It's there's so much more there. So if you're looking for activities or whether it's during the summer or during the school year, you really should check it out because they've got a lot of great information. And even if you're not from Grand Prairie, you should check theirs out because they've got really cool (laughs) Ah, stuff. That's a good idea. That would be a good thing to, at least for the local, like for the local areas, we could give them some heads up on some cool stuff that's coming around. Yes. I like it. For sure. So... Yeah. So, okay. So that's our mama tip for today. Okay. Now back to the show. So Brian, tell me about (laughs) what's been going on with venting about the water park. Yes. So I recently had a vent on Facebook on my personal page. It was, um, I was having a, a nicest way of saying it. I was having a mama emotional breakdown. <laughs> we we have those occasionally. <laughs> and I, you know, went to social media and I posted it and I just really needed to, it was kind of like therapy for me. I just need to put it out there. And it was about the water park. So I've been buying season passes for my kids and I to go, for my girls and I to go to the water park now for like eight years. Wow. That's amazing. And it's, it's always been a highlight for me and for them. It's a great thing that we do together. And now as they've gotten older, they spend most of their time without me <laughs> at the, at the water park. <laughs> I get to lay out. I get to stay in the shade and read or do whatever I want. And then they're off doing their thing. Well, this past week, I had gotten up and I had, you know, made the sandwiches and because I pack a cooler and I take food with us. And my youngest, who's about to be 11, she was like, Oh, I don't really want to go. Oh, it's boring. What? <laughs> and I was devastated because and, and it really goes back to it's not just about the water park. It's, it, it goes back to how I felt after my divorce, after my separation. Do tell us more. I had two, you know, really, they were both really young at the time. And I was looking at these other moms and I knew I, ha- I have a sister-in-law and, and that was what they did. They went to the water park with their friends. You know, she would meet her mom friends. All the kids would play together. To me, that was normal. You know, yeah. air quotes, normal. That's what <laughs> normal <laughs> You know, and I desperately wanted to be a normal mom because at the time I didn't feel like a normal mom. I knew I was the only mom that I knew that was going through a divorce. I just, I felt like I didn't belong anywhere. Hmm. And so that yearning inside of me to feel normal, I wanted my kids to have a air quotes, normal (laughs) childhood and all those things that we build up in our mind as being so important. And so the water park to me was a way to be normal. It was a way to save my kids from this abnormal life that we found ourselves in, you know? And so for, for years we enjoyed it. Uh, lots of times, I mean, most years I did not, I was not able to take them on 
trips or, or vacations. And our, our vacation was seven hours at a time at a water park. You know, that was our vacation. That's what I spent my money on. And so to know that that time had come to an end, mm. it just was, there was so much more emotion wrapped up into it than I thought. And I just had a complete like meltdown. And I, so I had to remind myself, it's really not about the water park. It's, it's that I'm, I'm, I'm sad, you know, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm sad for, I'm sad it's over, but I'm happy that it happened. There you go. You know, it's I'm, a whole set of memories so. and you never know. Next year, she'll be like, when are we going to the water park? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she will, but I did force them to go yesterday. We went back. I My mom went with us because in those early years, she went with us uh, once a week. She went with us to help me watch the girls. So it, it was kind of like a graduation. Some closure like, for everyone. <laughs> closure for us and so we went and uh, we had a good time and uh but it kind of it's a good transition this little talk about kind of some of that mom guilt that I was feeling and my mindset you know initially being sad about it is a great transition for our topic this week <laughs> all or nothing thinking yes so Annie can you can you 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 explain it all right for us. let me do the best I can um so all or nothing thinking that is the, I'm a success or I'm a failure. There is no in between. It's that black and white thinking. Uh, some people use absolutes like, it, in it, when I'm thinking of school age children, like everyone hates me. Nobody likes me. Everyone's mm. laughing at me. And sometimes as adults and as moms, we might feel the same way. I'm a horrible parent. I'm going to ruin my, my children. <laughs> Um, so yeah. not allowing for those mistakes that we ultimately learn from and not allowing that in between that gray area. Uh, do you ever uh, use any of those absolutes? Right. Well, I'm gonna, I I think I just used some when I was explaining my water park story <laughs> is that, you know, that I was the only mom going through a divorce or that every other mom was normal. That's right. You know, those were the those were the stories I was telling myself. And that's what comes to mind when we were talking about this topic is all or nothing thinking. It's it's the story that you tell yourself, you know? Yes, yes. And oftentimes, oftentimes the story that we're telling ourselves is that, well, we're the only ones who feel this way and we isolate ourselves. Yeah, which makes it way. so much worse. <laughs> so much worse. And our kids do that. You know, like you said, I don't have any friends. I don't know anyone on the bus. I don't, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? And the, like, that's technically not true. If you really start like dissecting it and really diving in, no, you do know people. You may recognize them. They may not be your best friend, but there's an opportunity there to get to know them better. Right. But if you've already convinced yourself in your mind that you don't know anyone, <laughs> everyone is, you know what I'm saying? It's all about the story. Yes. And just like you said, just asking, asking some questions about that. Like, if everyone's laughing or everyone hates me, that's one I would hear a lot at elementary schools. And and right. what you can do is just ask some questions. Oh, what about this person? What about me? <laughs> do I hate you? No, no. What about your teacher? What about the principal? What about this person? Oh, okay. And then you wind it down and it just ends up being about three people. <laughs> right. And it just happens to be the three people that 
you care the most about. Sometimes, sometimes, or you get to the fact that, you know what, it's not just you that this person maybe is doing something to it's, it's this person and this person, or that's just how that kiddo is. And it's good to realize and not isolate, like you mentioned, that they're not the only ones that are going through this. Right. Yes. And I think I think it works for you both ways. You know, if if you're if you're focusing on the negative, you know, and, and that isolation, you know, isolating yourself, then you're going to feel more and more isolated. You're going to feel more and more unlikable, mm-hmm. hopeless or and unlovable. Yes. And and that's the direction that you're going to go in. And I saw this quote, your your life becomes the story you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you think about that, your life doesn't become the story of reality. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's not what happens. Your your life becomes the story that you tell yourself based on what happens. Exactly. You know, so you can tell yourself good things or you can tell yourself bad things. And depending on which one that's the direction you're going to, that's the direction your life is going to go in. So if you're using isolation words and a mindset, then you're just going to feel more and more isolated. But if you're using more inclusive words or, you know, words like, okay, so these three people don't like me and that hurts my feelings. And that's totally legit. That's totally fine that you feel that way. You know what I mean? Yes. But that doesn't have to be the entire story. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. the rest of is okay those three people are being real buttholes (laughs) you know and you're right that sucks you know but you know what you also have these six people who really think you're great yes yes and you know what this is we definitely need to do a an episode on the four agreements because i'm currently have a group going for a, a book club for the four agreements. And if you're familiar, there's the impeccable with your word. Uh, The two that I just really tend to focus on, I mean, that one, the impeccable with your word, yes, huge. But the other two that I really talk about with um, the younger generations are um, don't take things personally. Don't, don't, don't say that younger generations. Like me, mom. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Like our parents' generations, some of them are have dug in deep with um, taking things personally and making assumptions. And, and I say that just because I have specific people in my life, but I also know, you know, other people that are older than me that have it down pat and they, they know not to take things personal and they know not to assume that just because someone's upset that they must've done something wrong, but that's a whole other topic that we need to dive into because that's huge. What do you think? We need a series on the four agreements. Yeah, we've talked about this. So I need I need to learn some more about it before we, we do an episode. But it sounds sounds interesting. It's good. It's so good. It's so good. So yeah, the absolute <laughs> thinking. And that's not to say you can't use those words. <laughs> because we use those words all the time. Um, sometimes you just need them for your normal vocabulary. So it's not that it's when it you're doing yourself a disservice. And like you said, you're isolating yourself. Yeah. And, you know, like I you know, was saying earlier, you know, the normal moms, you know, there is no such thing as normal. <laughs> right. And, and 
you know, in the episode that that we posted with Shannon Herman, the interview with Shannon, you know, she and I were talking a little bit about Instagram and social media, that it's real easy if you're not careful to think that that's real life and to think that that's normal, mm-hmm. you know, and when in reality, that's that's everybody's best day, you know, <laughs> what they're posting on social media. That's their best day. That's not that's not normal life. You know, right. And and so for me, as 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 a single mom, uh, I used to be a single mom. You know, I I told myself, you know, normal families go on vacations every year. Normal families do this, and normal families do that. And I was so hell bent on giving my kids a normal life that um, that dictated a lot of the choices that I made. And I'm I'm not saying that they were bad choices. I think I did a pretty good job. But if you're not careful, it it can trap you that way of thinking, you know? Yeah. And that can just start a spiral that's dangerous. And when you're when you have that kind of thinking, it's going to be expressed and your your kiddos will start to pick up on it and catch on to it. And and that's not what you want for them. You want to be able to show them. So if it's something, you know, if it's something that you do struggle with using that those absolutes or just that all or nothing nothing thinking you can make it into a a game with your kiddos you know what i am wanting to work on this this week if you catch me saying this kind of thing or just kind of having this kind of thinking maybe you can you know make a sound or say oh mom or you know some kind of gentle reminder and then I will work on shifting my mindset around that. And I think that's a, a great way to just show your kiddos that we're constantly also working on things. We're never at perfect. Practice makes progress and we're we're getting there as well. And there's always things that can be shifted. You know, I use this a lot. In, and you tell me, I, I assume you probably do too as well as a life coach. But this is one of those areas where having a life coach and I know, I know life coaching is kind of new and people don't always get it and know exactly what it is. But when I'm working with women who are, you know, going through a divorce or a breakup or a loss, it's, it's a really easy trap to get into thinking that this all or nothing, absolute thinking. My ex is always doing this. He is never doing that. He never did this. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't you hear that all the time, you know? Yeah. And. I, part of what I do is to help them correct that thinking in the moment is hang on. I know you're mad and I know you're angry and you've got lots of feelings. You've got all the feels <laughs> about this, about this topic. I know because I've been there, but let's be realistic and let's be real. Let's be intentional with the words that you're using in the moment. You know what I mean? And so let's think about that. Is, is that true that he never he absolutely never does fill in the blank or he always is doing such and such, you know, and, and when you can really train yourself to stop and get real with your words, then it does change the perspective. Yeah, that's, uh, and I, and I love that. I love being able to kind of stop yourself in the moment and think it out and talk it out and, and just see how true that is. Because yeah, if you want to believe it, you can definitely talk yourself into it. Or even, you know, even talk your kids into believing something that might not even be true. Right. Just just watching. And sometimes we do this with, here's a little different 
way to think about it, an example is if we tell ourselves like I'm always late or my memory is horrible or I I can never remember names, (laughs) not Mm, quite as an extreme, but sometimes we limit our amazing brain by telling it what it can or can't do. And usually it can do those things. But if we're constantly telling ourselves that we're horrible, like I'm horrible at math or I am not a good cook, (laughs) I have a black thumb. I think those are all things I've said. Yeah, But challenge yourself and see if you can actually prove yourself wrong on one of these. And imagine if you prove yourself wrong on one of these that you've is a long held belief. Ah, that would be so empowering to go. You know what? I thought this was true my whole life. And I just conquered it or I just shifted it a little bit. What else can I do? Yes. And it, like you said, it's not always, it's not always big things. It's a little things. And in fact, I, I have a confession. Just the other day, I was kind of like losing my mind um, with my youngest daughter because she, and I'm going to do it right now (laughs) to prove a point, she never puts her shoes away. They're always all over the house. And we've tried to work with her. My husband and I have both tried to work with her on it so that she'll be more, more, ultimately we showed her to be more responsible. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of griping at her and cause confession, I'm not a perfect mom. I know everyone out there thinks I am. So <laughs> you're amazing. Um, <laughs> shocker. I'm not a perfect mom. Um, I was like, you never put your shoes away. Okay. So what is she hearing me say <laughs> in that moment? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What am I, what am I writing on her life? Yeah. Okay? Labeling. And I, I'm labeling her. So I'm really convicted myself that I need to be more careful in the language that I use with my kids because I don't want to write something on their heart that they carry with them forever. Now, that may be a small thing. I don't think she's going to go to therapy one day and be like, my mom used to gripe at me about my shoes, you know, but what is that telling her? What story am I telling her about herself? And so it's little things, it's big things. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we can think of only the most extreme things, but I I love that you gave that example because I bet a lot of parents can relate to that. And I'm trying to think of my own, my, with my kiddo, it's, she always leaves the light on in her room. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll have to talk, I'll have to talk about that one and see see what we remember. I, uh, I have this goofy thing that I say, I say I trip and I don't fall down. <laughs> I trip a lot because I will just stumble everywhere, but I never bust. <laughs> and I, <laughs> that's a weird one, but I, I'm quite proud of it that I always catch myself. <laughs> so it's a negative mix with a positive. I don't know how that works, but uh, I kind of like it. Hey, but okay, but okay, the same is like you just said, it it's the the reverse also works. So yes, it works in the negative, but it also works in the positive. And I was just talking to my daughter, my older daughter, Brinkley, the other day, that in our family, we do hard things. That's a motto. I want to talk about that more. I want to have a sign made. I want it to be written all over our house is that we do hard things. I like it. We don't, we don't just do it when it's easy. We, we do it when it's hard. And that is, that is a mantra that I think 
I want my kids, I know that I want my kids to go forth in the world, believing in themselves that they can do what's hard. And, and that starts at the, you know, that starts when they're young, you know, kind of embedding that, embedding that into them. And so that kind of thinking, that kind of positive thinking is also tells them a story, Mm -hmm. you know? And so the more, um, the more of that, the more of those positive things that you can give them uh, works in a positive way. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that when those hard times come up and you have to make a decision, just, you know, she had to make a decision. It wasn't, it's not life or death. It was just that her, the youth group, they had an activity it was planned. Her friend was going to go with her so that she'd have a buddy. And at the last minute, the friend couldn't go. And so Brinkley was going to have to kind of go on her own. And she's relatively new-ish to that youth group. Mm -hmm. And so it was going to be awkward for her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we we talked about it and I wasn't going to make her go, but we found out that there was going to be one other girl there that was her age and she didn't know her very well. So we talked about, okay, well, this is an opportunity for you to get to know her better and to form a connection so that the next time there's an event, you, you have somebody that you know a little bit better, you know, and each time you do that, it's going to get easier and easier. So if you never put yourself out there, then you're never going to get over that initial hump. And so, yes, this is a hard thing. It is a risk. There's the potential that you're going to go and you're going to feel left out or you're not going to have fun. That is the risk. What a great conversation. Bravo, Brian. It was a, I'm a great mom, by the <laughs> you way. You are fantastic. I'm not. <laughs> no, just kidding. I have my moments. Uh, I just happened to be one of them. And then later I was yelling at my other daughter for her shoes. So it's a balance. No, it was. It was a great conversation that we got to have. And, and I just, I love that quote. You know, we do hard things. I saw it, you know, years ago and I really have wanted to have a sign made for our house because that is something that I want my kids to believe. That's something I want to believe, you know, is that, Hey, we do, we do what's hard. We don't take the easy way out. I like that. I like it a lot. Thank you for sharing that. You are so welcome. (laughs) Hey, Brian. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to spring something on you. Can I read one of our latest uh, July reviews on iTunes? Oh, no, I do. I want to hear it for sure. So I'm just going to, I'll just, I figure we can share one each time. So if you want your review read on our next podcast... Go ahead and leave us a, a review and five stars, of course, and let us know what you <laughs> love. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it if it's a one star. Yeah, we might not read that one. <laughs> All right. So here goes. This one is from Johnny143, and it says, a quality podcast. I totally enjoy the content here. This podcast is well thought out and well put together. Keep up the great work, ladies. Woohoo! Yay! I love that. And I love that it's from a papa. Well, you never know. That's true. I'm Brian. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that. I shouldn't jump to conclusions. Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, we will take, I think we have, we do have um, reviews from ladies and gentlemen. Awesome. And I'm hoping maybe some kids will jump in there as well. So feel free to let us know what you're thinking and what you want to hear more of. We love it. 
Awesome. That was great. Great idea, Annie. I love that. I love hearing great things about myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Well, I think that actually wraps us up for today. That was a great topic. I had a great time. It was really good therapy session for me, (laughs) at least. So to sign up for life coaching with either Annie or myself or to interact with us directly, you can check us out at thehappymamavillage.com or on our individual websites at rebuildingwithbrian.com and anniemhenderson.com. The show notes will have our email addresses plus additional information. So be sure to check that out. We would love to hear from you. Okay, mamas, be sure to join us here next week at The Village for our our interview with a mom of a child inventor. This is very cool. All right, I can't wait. See you guys then. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Happy Mama Village. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a comment, like, or share. And be sure to join Annie and Brian for next week's episode.